Well, hello, fam. I haven't been here on a minute. It's been about a month and a half. Um, Your girl had some limiting beliefs, such as, why the hell are you starting a podcast? Who do you think you are trying to start a podcast? You're not good enough to start a podcast, those types of things. And then the end of the year, chaos got to me. We went to New York. We saw my family and all the things. Um, but I told my girls that it is my goal for 2020 to have a new episode for you guys every Wednesday. That is a personal goal of mine because I have a lot to say and I feel like based off of my journey where I was at and where I'm at now, I feel like I speak to a lot of people because a lot of people now are where I was at and I want to help you. I want to help you get into that good mindset and just live your best possible life. And I may or may not change my name of my podcast. I still want to live my best life and level up, but it's not really speaking to me anymore. I need to find something that's going to speak to me. So here we go. I hope everyone is well rested and you all had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, whatever you celebrate. Um, and you're ready for 2020 y'all. It is the second week of 20 full week of 2020. Like how crazy is that? 2020, it's a new decade. So I wanted to talk to you about today about ditching the scale and not weighing yourself every damn day, because that has been a topic between myself and my coaches and my clients the last couple of weeks. And I just wanted to touch base on that because your weight especially as a female, is going to fluctuate 5 to 10 pounds like every other week, especially if it's the week before your period. Like the week before your period, if you're like me, I am ravenous. I want to eat everything. All I want is carbs. All I want is just all the dense, crunchy carbs that I can eat. And then the week of, I'm bloated as hell and I can't eat. And the week before, I am always about 10 or not 10, sometimes 10 pounds heavier, but like five to seven pounds heavier than I am normally. And I feel like shit. Like it's just a natural bodily thing for females because your hormones are out of whack. You're getting ready to, if you were like, If anybody has read the book Beyond the Pill or listened to the podcast from, um, I don't even remember the doctor's name, but she wrote this book and I listened to some of her podcasts and it's amazing on how much shit birth control affects and it's not just your reproductive system, it's your brain, it's your um, endocrine system, it's your digest, like everything your birth control affects more than just your reproductive system. And it's crazy. So if you haven't read that book or listened to her podcast, I highly suggest it. I can remember her name. If I can remember her name, Uh, I'll put it in the podcast notes, but she talks a lot about how the pill affects all of these things. And the week before your period, you're like getting ready to look sexy for a partner because when we were in like primal days, that's what you did. Like the week after your period is when you're fertile. And as women, we're literally only fertile one day out of the entire month, which is why she says in her book that birth control really makes no sense because you're literally only fertile 
one day out of the month. Yes, sperm can like live actively in your body for up to three to five days, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's around how long it can live. I'm not a doctor. This is just what I've listened to and read in my books that are written by doctors. But it's not that hard to not get pregnant. So I'm on the verge of like, I don't know, maybe not doing birth control because it fucks me up hormonally. I don't know. But like we feel heavier um, the week before and the week of because our breasts are getting bigger. We're, we're trying to look more attractive to the male species because our bodies are naturally trying to like reproduce children. Like that's why we look, that's why we look and feel like that the week before and the week of. So don't get on the freaking scale the week before and the week of, and probably the week after your period, because it's not going to be a good number that you're going to want to see one and two, you shouldn't get into the habit of doing that anyway. The scale is not the sole measure of progress that you should be using because it's only, it's only one type of progress. And if you're starting to lose weight and working out more and eating healthier and this, that, and the other thing, you're going to be building more muscle than you are losing, like losing fat and losing weight. You're going to be building that muscle and that muscle is going to weigh more than the fat that you're losing. So realistically, yes, it looks like you're not losing weight and you're not making progress, but that shouldn't be your sole measure of measuring your progress. You should be taking pictures. You should be doing your measurements with measuring tape. Like the old school ways, you shouldn't be stepping on the scale every goddamn day. Believe me, girl, I did that when I was in my binging days and it made my anxiety worse it made my mindset worse. I would go on a full scale restriction for like weeks on end. And then all of a sudden I would binge and eat everything. I promise you, your weight does not mean that much when it comes to your progress. If you feel good in your clothes and you feel good in the mirror and you feel good with the food choices you're making and they're not hurting your stomach or they're not upsetting your stomach, keep doing it consistency is what's going to get you there. Don't look at the number at the scale because sometimes it's not going to move. I have pictures. I can, if anybody wants to see them, I have pictures where I'm the same weight in both. And in one, I look for me, I feel like I look like complete shit. And the other one, I'm like, God damn, who's that girl? Like, it's not about the weight and you need to ditch that scale now. And if it's really hard for you, Start by doing it once a week. Say like Saturday is your weigh day. Weigh yourself every Saturday. If you need like need to do it for peace of mind, I don't condone it. But if you need to, pull it out on Saturday and that's your day and then don't let it stress you out. There are so many different variables that are going to affect the number on that scale that are literally outside of your control. Hydration is a big one. Even if you weigh yourself first thing in the morning after you pee or do your business, your hydration status will be will vary based on your time of the month, obviously, period. Estrogen levels are higher, blah, 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 blah. Fluid retention, meaning you weigh more. I already explained that. Um, how much sodium you intake, the temperature it is outside, the previous day's activity, and 
how much poop you poop that's like if you're regular that's gonna help if you're not regular and you're like me you know that's gonna affect your weight as well like the scale is not going to be very accurate with all of these variables I promise you the scale can also trigger disordered eating I've already touched on that like it's 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 something that's always going to have an impact on how you eat unless you change your mindset with the scale and from someone who's been there and who's had disordered eating behaviors and gone to therapy for eating disorders it is going to hinder any sort of progress you're going to make I promise you a quote, quote, bad number is going to cause you anxiety and shame and binging and like, fuck it, I'm just going to eat, I'm going to eat everything. And even a good number can have a bad effect on you. It can reinforce those unhealthy restrictions on food and reinforce like, oh, I'm being good. I'm going to stay this way. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to drink that. I'm not going to drink this. That's still not a good behavior. Weight is not your health. The scale is not your doctor and your weight can't accurately diagnose any sort of health status. Hell, doctors used to condone smoking cigarettes. Like they were on commercials condoning smoking cigarettes and saying that it's healthy for you to smoke cigarettes. Like the pharmaceutical company is going to do anything in their power just to make money. Like don't worry about the number on that scale. Do not worry about the number on that scale. And if you're one of my girls who is really ready to start intuitive eating, this is going to be a barrier to that. This scale and obsessively weighing yourself on the scale is going to be an external cue or like a barrier with trying to get in touch with your internal hunger cues and your fullness and how food makes you feel and what things you actually like and what things aren't as sexy and look so good when you've been restricting for so long when you allow yourself to have those things and like "Mm, I really don't like that so I don't want to eat it it's not going to be like oh my god there's donuts in the there's donuts in the break room I'm going to eat all of them like when you allow yourself to eat them and you feel what your body goes through and if your body reacts poorly to that I know my body I love donuts but I know my body does not like donuts like, I have to go to the bathroom 20 minutes later. My body does not, not like donuts, and I do. So I pick and choose when I have donuts. I still love a good donut Friday. Don't get your girl wrong. I still love a good donut Friday. But focusing on how you feel when you eat certain things and allowing yourself to eat those things is going to help you actually be able to be an intuitive eater obsessively weighing yourself is not going to help you need to break up with the scale and I know it's super scary and it's kind of like getting out of a bad relationship like you know like the ones you don't really deserve and that don't serve you but you're like oh my god but what if what if I can what if I can change him no girl you can't I promise you can't change him get out of there but you need to do it You need to ditch the scale. You need to break up with the scale. And you need to realize that you can have things 
just in moderation. Feel how your body feels. Feel all the feels. See your body and your stomach and your digestive system reacts to certain things. See if they don't. See what things make you feel good. See what things make you not, not feel so good. Like that is how you truly become an intuitive eater and breaking up with the scale is going to be the first part. And I know so many of my coaches and clients need to hear this and I still need to hear this. Being someone who's where I am and how far I've come, I still need to hear this for myself. Because there's some days I'm like, I'm going to get on the scale. I'm going to weigh myself. And I'm like, no, Caitlin, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And I force myself not to do it because it's breaking that bad habit that I did when I was in my restrictive phase. It's getting out of that control of the scale and having like feeling my body and feeling how I feel. I feel great. I'm not sure how I weigh right now. It's probably a couple pounds heavier than I normally weigh because, you know, I've been having a couple drinks here and there, some donuts and, you know, random things, but I'm living life and I'm still making progress and I still feel great. It's about feeding your soul. It's about getting rid of that scale and being able to live your life without that number and having it run your life and having you obsess and have anxiety over it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Level Up and Live Your Best Life podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you're here to join me. I'm Caitlin, your host, and I'm a sassy 28-year-old, and I've got a lot to say, New Yorker problems. I'm just over here figuring out this crazy journey called life, and I'm on a mission to help you level up in your life and live that life that you envision. I'm here to give you the kick in the pants that you may need to push past the hard stuff. I'm here to give you simple mindset tips, tricks, and action steps and help you level up and live that life, girl. These things have worked for me and have helped me to get to where I am today. But let's be real. I've only lived 28 short years on this earth, and most days I have no idea what I'm doing. But literally everything is figureoutable. I'm just figuring out this crazy journey with y'all. I'm on a mission to help you find yourself, find your confidence, and love yourself enough to push past the hard things and level the heck up. So sis, let's do this. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to this episode, girlfriend. It means the world to me. If you love this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends and tag me on Instagram at Kate LaFonda's Life. See you next time.